I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is Plumbadiddle. Your somewhat reliable source of information for... Most things. Most things, Keith. Most What's things. up? What's up, Jack Nicholson? Man, I don't know, Robert De Niro. What you up to? <laughs> Man, it's just been a while. being a gangster from it's Robert been, De Niro. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks, dude. We've been a little under the weather. Man, the stomach bug's been going around this house here. And, uh, you know, and we may have a guest in the studio that has a hard time sitting still. So if you hear a little creak or a pop every now and then, which I hope you don't, then you'll just know it's a little monster in the corner. Actually, it's a world-renowned movie critic that'll join us later, Brother Keith. Heck yeah. So what? I guess we're talking about something. But before we talk about something, you want to tell them about Widow's Link real quick? Yeah, Widow's Link. Good on our Facebook page. we got a GoFundMe going for the widows. It's just going to help them out. Uh, some of them who have fixed incomes would like to go on the annual cruise and they just can't go and that's a great place for them to make friends and not be lonely anymore so so widow's link is marlene she ministers to yes widows provides grief support and opportunities for looking forward and experiencing life and kind of uh right you know integrating their loss into their life and moving on with something better man so five dollar challenge the cost of a price of a lunch a subway lunch right do the five bucks and hey if you give any amount we'll shout you out on the podcast sure will but absolutely yeah, man just do that five dollar challenge though because that would be that would be enough to probably send a lady one lady just if everybody who listened if everybody who listened yeah it'd be oh, more if than that, in the whole world if everybody who listened if everybody because <laughs> we are one of the most everybody. popular podcasts in this room right here for sure that's right Recent survey says Flumadiddle. All right, man. So obviously we're talking about actors today, right? Actors. Well, we started out, Keith. We started out, we were going to do like our favorite actors from every decade, from the 40s up till now. Yeah, and since we're definitive, I didn't realize that the washing machine was on until just now. Oh man! So hopefully you didn't hear the washing machine. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Which they did. we really, you really didn't hear that because we don't have a washing machine in the Flumadiddle High Tech <laughs> Pavilion. And we work so here. hard, man. We have to hang out overnight sometimes. Exactly. Well, that's true clothes, too. Yeah. So here's the thing: we decided that maybe from the 40s to right now was a little too ambitious. Yeah. So we decided from the time I was born, the decade I was born. The 70s through now. We decided to only go back half a century. Well, then that even seemed a little ambitious. And I'm I'm thinking about actors, and then I'm getting more into the movies than the actors. So this is going to be a hodgepodge conglomeration of our favorite actors and their movies of the last 30, 40, 50 years. And since we're flummadiddle... This is a list of the best actors. The best, because there could just, be no flummadiddle involved right, exactly. in that. Exactly, because we are, you know, definitive. So, well, Keith, I know initially we started in the forties, but but let's let's start there. Let's go back to the forties. Okay, so, I, I didn't tell you that because we decided not to do that. So, well, I, you know, I have to mention it because okay, Jimmy Stewart. In any list, that's still of the that's top still one. No, man, you didn't get me right there. In the top one hundred list, like something like the American Film Institute. Generally, the top two movies listed, the greatest movies of all time, generally are Citizen Kane and Casablanca. Yeah. So, man, I'd have a hard time saying that for me, the king of 40s cinema has got to be Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart. You got Casablanca. Yeah. You got the Maltese Falcon. What else? You got Treasures of the Sierra Madre. So he's he's a big superstar during that time. A lot of great movies, though. You know, like I mentioned, Cas- or not Casablanca. We mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah. But like Citizen Kane, The Grapes of Wrath, or some uh, Henry Fonda. Right. Lots of good stuff. But we're gonna move on from there. Okay. 
Can't spend too much time on no, this. No, we're, that's we're not just even hitting in, it in the list. It's huh? not, but I, I got to hit the 50s. So now we're 50s. moving on to the 50s. All right, well, what you got in the 50s? Man, I'm just going to name a few of the great movies of the 50s. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart has definitely <laughs> got to be up there, man. All right. Even though It's a Wonderful Life came out in the 40s, right. Jimmy Stewart, one of my favorite Alfred Hitchcock films, Rear Window, which mm. is like a top performance by Jimmy Stewart. And Can you do a Jimmy Stewart impression? I wouldn't even dare try, Keith, because it would sound so horrible that people would laugh at me. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So we got rear... I love... You know who's the king of the 50s? Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. He's not even an actor. Yeah, he was a host. He's a director. Yeah, and a host of his own show. Well, a host of his own show that he directed, but yeah. his movies, man. Rear Window, North by Northwest, all this stuff. Which that show was really cool, though. Marlon Brando was huge in the 50s. On the Waterfront... Oh yeah, and he was he was uh, famous later on too. He just stayed oh, we're famous. Gonna, we're gonna talk about him. Well, th- speaking of which, this is how I did my list. All if right. I did them as an honorable mention, like say in the seventies, yeah. I did not mention them in the eighties as an honorable mention because I already mentioned them. Because some of these a lot folks of them are continuous, you know, they continue. Oh, to absolutely, be good man. For so long. A lot of these actors <clears> that we're gonna get to, especially from the seventies, have continued to be relevant on up till this very day. Right. All right. So let's skip on forward, man. Oh, I gotta mention. William Holden, he's okay. awesome. Starlock Seventeen, Bridge on the River Kwai. See fifties. Okay. Now we're moving to sixties, Keith. Sixties. Sixties. We got to hit the sixties because the king of the sixties cinema, in my estimation, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have Elvis on your list. He had, you know, the only thing I can movies. say about Elvis is that my mother and great grandmother used to go see Elvis movies together, and I'm sure that's a great family memory, yeah. but not a cinematic high point. <laughs> All right, so Keith, he was let, me just, let me just tell you something. Okay. Let me just let you guess. I'm going to give you who I think, and I'm just going to throw it out, Keith, because this is the kind of podcast we are. Okay. We're not going to wait make you wait 30 minutes to hear about our favorite actor of all time. Like I'm giving it to you here right now in the first 10 minutes. Man, I'm gonna tell I didn't you, even do one. Like I did one of each decade. I got to pick one of all time. No, you don't have to. But that's why I said I'm giving it to the Ooh, people. I'll right think here. about it between now and the end of the episode. So Keith, the king of the '60s. Okay. Possibly my favorite actor of all time. He is also a race car driver, a food product owner, and many other things. Hmm. '60s. And also possibly, Keith. I know I'm very heterosexual. But I would say possibly the most handsomest, sexiest male movie star in the history of cinema. Did it start with a P? It starts with a P. Did it end with an N? Yes. Paul Newman? Paul Newman. He's also got, uh, yeah, Rant Stressing. Paul has got all the food stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, most of the money that goes from his Paul Newman foods goes towards, um, like, what do you call those things? Uh, I don't know, some kind of charity. Yeah, that. Okay. The C word. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. Like with right. his link. So two of the greatest movies. I of didn't the know 60s. he was a race car driver. Yeah, man. You know who else is a race car driver? Who loves race cars? Uh, Dale Earnhardt. Ah, uh, him too. Late night TV <laughs> show host. Yep. David Letterman. Oh, really? I did yeah. not know that. I knew he liked cars, but I didn't know he was. All a right, so Paul driver. Newman. Okay. Man, two of the greatest movies of all time, and personally, my favorite movie of all time. What was that? Cool Hand Luke. Oh, I love Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke, man. Him Ain't and George no way Kennedy. a man can eat 50 man, eggs. Man, Keith, you can't eat 50 eggs. I sent you a, a gif of that just this week of Paul Newman trying to eat 50 eggs. And I texted man, you, you know back what? saying, Ain't no way a man Ain't can no eat way. 50 eggs. You know eggs. what? I'm going to tell the people this, speaking of Cool Hand Luke, anybody that does not listen to the Flumadiddle podcast spends a night in the box. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
Not in a box. Anyway, right. that and the we hustler. Got to build a box man. now. Okay. The hustler. You know the hustler? I don't know that one. Fast Eddie Felson. Oh, He's okay. the pool shark, man. It's got him mm. versus Minnesota Fats. Oh, it's great. If I've seen it, I don't remember it. Lots of other great movies in the 60s. I mean, oh, man. The 60s were really moving into something, Keith. Do I tell the people now? What many consider, you start searching up online, what is the greatest decade of American cinema? Yeah. The consensus seems to be that the 1970s. Things kind of changed. People started Big going time, more. Man. I guess they probably got a little cheaper, right? Well, there's a lot of experimentation going on with film, yeah. with cinema. I, it actually so many cultural a, issues yeah, going on too, man. Such a great decade that directors today will use some of the old film methods of the 70s to make it look 70s like the 70s. 70s is so, so influential. Yeah. So that's where we're really going to dive in. Okay. But I just had to hit the, the 60s, man. Some right. incredible films there. But we're going to dive right now, smack dab in the middle of the 70s, man, because that is the most All right, who's, important decade. Who's your favorite? Who's your number one actor of the 70s? I can't do that right now. Well, you but I'm going to throw out right some in. We are. Oh, I dove that, right now into Now we hesitating on the end of the diving board. Exactly, man. You go ahead and give Toes me yours. Toes off the edge. Give me yours. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. All right, so yeah. let me name my four. Four? No, you got to name one. That ruled the 70s. The, re- the first one you say is yours, and then the rest are honorable mentions. Robert De Niro. That's number one. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Dustin Hoffman. Awesome. Al Pacino. Yeah, buddy. All right, so I had and, all- you, and speaking of, somebody else you wouldn't think of maybe right off the bat, Gene Hackman, who has two of the top ten films of the 70s, man, The Conversation and The French Connection. Well, I did have him on my honorable mentions along with oh, the, man, all the awesome. other ones you said. Plus, I had Robert Redford, Burt Reynolds, Clint Eastwood, and John Travolta. All right, so I'm holding Clint Eastwood out. Let me just say, speaking of jumping, yeah, you could probably just about put him anyway. I'm holding him out for a special lifetime achievement award at the end of the podcast. There you go, because he's not necessarily my favorite actor of any of those decades, but that man has been acting in movies, directing some of the best movies of the last 30, 40 years. He's like 90 years old and just came out with a new movie. Since the 60s, man. Started with all the spaghetti westerns, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Fistful of dollars. All the way up through. Now we're in the 70s. So what do you do in the 70s, Keith? What do you think of when you think of Clint Eastwood in the 70s? Uh, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Yeah, that's the biggest one probably. All right, so let's keep going, Keith. Can you name me name me a few movies? Who was your favorite? Jack Nicholson. Jack Why is he the king of the 70s, Keith? Well, I liked uh, Chinatown and One Flew Over China, Cuckoo's Nest. Dude, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest for a long that's time. That was my favorite I, I movie. Love, yeah, I love One Flew Over Cuckoo's oh, Nest. Oh, man. Incredible stuff. Man, one time I... Chinatown. Uh, you One time that? I had there's a uh, up in the uh, uh, the lockdown unit at the hospital. There was like this fire or, or it smelled like a fire anyway, and I had to lead like all those people down an elevator. And you know this is some pretty unstable folks, you know. And uh, anyway, my buddy who worked with me at the time, he said, "Man, <coughs> he said, man, that looked like a scene from uh, One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. You leading all them out the elevator." Have you ever worked with Nurse, Nurse Ratchet? No, uh. Uh-uh. I mean, I, I mean, I we've worked with, with a lot of nurses yeah. over the years, both of us. I'll probably use that term to uh, describe a couple. Of I think I now. used to work with Nurse Nurse Yeah Nurse Nurse At least some people thought she was she Nurse Rathit. But something. this was back in the nineties. Talk like that. She's all right though. I liked her. I hear you. You know, I could see the good point. She wasn't Nurse Ratchet. Oh, <laughs> hey, here's a Jack Nicholson movie. Have you ever seen The Last Detail? I don't know if I have. 
it's listed as one of the top films of the seventies too. Yeah, I forget the whole thing, man. They pick up of all people like it's a young Randy Quaid. He's in trouble, and they're like some Navy MPs or something, and they're having to take him back somewhere. And he's Jack Nicholson is trying to let him experience the world, kind of being the nonconformist oh, guy. Awesome. Like I know this is this military thing, we're supposed to take him back here, but come on, man, let's have some fun. So if you've never seen the last detail, there's a little Nicholson film you ought to check out. So I noticed you didn't pick Burt Reynolds, and you didn't mention him. And how about Smoking the Bandit, The Longest Yard, Deliverance? Man, those are all. I would say this. I love those movies, but just as an actor, yeah. to me, he's not on the level of like a De Niro or a Pacino. But now the movie Deliverance is amazing. Yeah, it was really good. No doubt about so it. Was, so I'll uh, give him his The props. Longest Yard was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, it, you it know, is. I was a child, you know, um, when some of the Smoking the Bandits were still coming out. How many did they have? I can't remember. Oh, goodness. I don't even know. But There's that several. first one wasn't bad. So, I, you know, I was born in the 80s, but, like, I was, I loved Smoking the Bandit when I was a kid, you know. Right. They were awesome. So you gave Hackman your uh, your honorable mention, man. We mentioned The Conversation, mm-hmm. The French Connection. Name me off some De Niro stuff from the 70s, man. I mean, we're talking, like, some of the greatest movies of all time. Taxi Driver. Yeah. You talking to me, Keith? You talking to me? Travis Bickle, one of right. the most iconic figures. He's kind of an off-kilter um Daenerys known for veteran. A, a tough guy kind of part. He's know? this off-kilter veteran who wants to save this underage prostitute and like this presidential campaign worker from the from the dark underbelly of New York, man. The deer hunter. Oh, yeah. Godfather 2. You know, he plays a young godfather. Marlon Brando, there you right, go. Speaking right. of honorable mention, you got Marlon oh, Brando in The Godfather, godfather yeah. and in um, Apocalypse Now. All right, man. What about Pacino, dude? We got to hit that. Pacino, listen to all this Pacino, man. Godfather, Godfather Two, yeah, Serpico, Dog Day Afternoon, right. All iconic stuff. What about Dustin? Scarface Hoffman? was like eighty. That's eighty. Like, yeah, eighty. Yeah. I think it was eighty though on the dot. It was right at the end of seventies there. Which De Niro was eighty with Raging Bull, which yeah. was like a oh man, it's amazing. So Dustin Hoffman, one of my mom's favorites. God bless her soul. Little big man. Marathon Man, Papillon, Lenny, All the President's Men, Kramer versus Kramer. You could argue that Dustin Hoffman was the king of the 70s for sure. Yeah. Um, My favorite Dustin Hoffman was later on, though. I have him on my honorable mention now. So, like, I mentioned Dustin Hoffman already in the honorable mention. So, since I've already mentioned, I'll go ahead and say that um, his favorite of mine was probably Rain Man. Oh, that was nine. Was that late eighties yeah, or early nineties? Probably. I I don't know. I didn't even look that up. I think it was it was late eighties or early. 90s. I think it was eighties. In the eighties, he had some tootsie too. You but I did. But I told you I wasn't going to continue to mention them each decade. So. Oh, but we got to if they're the greatest. All right. <laughs> so I mean, gosh, man, we could just keep on going with the movies that came out in the seventies, man. Star Wars, Rocky, Alien, all the ones we've already named from Serpico, all the presidents, man, Deer Hunter. Oh my gosh, dude! Greece, Greece. There's this like the '70s is and oh, what else? The Last Picture Show. That's usually on the top ten list of the greatest films of all time. Man, some amazing stuff made in the '70s. So we move, and at some point, this decade thing's going to fall apart. Well, that's Maybe. okay. We'll get, let's move on to the '80s. All right, so let's hit the '80s. Who's your favorite? Number one. I don't know, man. I really don't. Really. 
Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to jump on the 80s, and I'm going right. to riff on. Like, I'm riffing hard on the you're 70s, riffing, I got man. you. Okay, how about some Harrison Ford? When I think of 80s, I think of Harrison Ford. Oh, man. Some Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Absolutely. Star Wars, which I know that was late 70s, right? But wasn't some of the sequels in Yeah, the but 80s? what was the third one? Uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then was it Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Or was that the first one? Nope, that was, that was it. Okay, I got you. I can't remember. My Star Wars fans are going to kill us. All right, Keith, so you mentioned some Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Um, at that Star point, Wars. Star Wars, let's invite a special guest movie critic in. He's he's world-renowned. Um, he at least got to visit with James Spann the other day, if that counts for anything. And there's some some of our listeners well, we know will, that it does. will get yeah. that. So, so today we have a, a young fellow by the name of Dylan. Dylan, say hello to all the people in Flumadiddle. What's up, dudes? All right, so what do you think about some... Uh, he, and keep in mind, this kid's only 10 years old, so he has no clue what he's talking about. Um, he's just shuffling around, wanting to get out of here as quick as he can. So, Dylan, tell what do you think about Raiders of the Lost Ark? Have you seen any of the Harrison Ford Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. The Indiana Jones? No. Okay, what You've about seen the Crystal Skull? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen the Crystal Skull, but not the other one. Well, talk up so we can hear you, man. Don't be a sissy about it. I have seen this, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's not really helping so much, so let's don't do that, okay? So, anyway. You told me to speak up. Yeah, you did. So I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, zip your face and go sit down and be quiet. I should have said, what are those? There's some crocs. All right, so tell us this. We're going to let you, we're, we're just interjecting you into this thing because of the kindness of our hearts, not because we really care what your opinion is. <laughs> no, because, no, because we care what your hairline looks like. <laughs> what your what looks like? My hairline. <laughs> your hairline. I got a pretty sweet hairline, man. So let's, oh, like, all right, so we're we're going timeless here, Dylan. What's your favorite actor of all time? Who's your favorite actor? Ben Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Well, see, now I didn't mention him in any decade. That's some good input there. Why is Ben Affleck your favorite actor? Because he's the actor of Batman. Batman. He is a Batman. We know Batman. A very we not interviewed necessarily him the best Batman. But that's your opinion at 10, and your opinion counts almost as much as mine and Keith's does. Right. So, but this is our podcast, so our opinion counts more. So what's your favorite movie? Tell us your favorite movie of all time. Transformers. Which trans? Speak up. Not loud, but just speak up. Transformers. Which Transformers? Last night. The Last Night. Well, what about that movie strikes your chords? I have another one. All right, tell us um, another one. Called The Kid Who'd Be King. Oh, uh, that's that's out recently. I hadn't even seen that yet. Anybody that we know in that one? Um, no. All right. You got anything else to add to this thing? Oh. You want to just tell all the people, you just thanks for listening, and please support me and Brother Keith, and like listen to us forever. And... <laughs> Shorty Utes. All right. Sup, some dudes. You should watch their videos, dudes. You, <laughs> s- you guys are so radical, dudes. All right, so grab your tablet, man. Hit the road, Jack. Bye, dudes. See you later, thanks radical for, dudes. Thanks for being a part, Dylan. We're glad you could help out. Bye, radical dudes. That's the only way we could do to get him out of here, y'all. So thank you for putting up with us. And uh, so let's jump back to the 80s, Keith. All right, 80s. I got Harrison Ford. Who do you got? Harrison Ford's good. I, you know, I didn't list Dustin Hoffman in the previous decade, so, you know, he had a great career in the 80s, too, man. Yeah, he did. 
We definitely had some Tootsie we mentioned. And I would be interested to see when Rain Man came out, because I don't remember exactly. I don't remember, but I remember some of uh, Tom Cruise's outfits, and in my mind, they look 80-ish. 80-ish definitely, definitely 80-ish. Definitely. 80-ish. 80-ish. All right, so here's some uh, honorable mentions while you're looking that up. I got some Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. Michael Douglas. Tell me, list some movies, man. We just can't have names. Uh, I don't, I don't have them wrote down. Keith, <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins, I guess, with uh, Silence of the Lambs was that year. Right? Rain Man, nineteen eighty-eight. There you go. I was right. So that fits firmly in that decade. So I'll give it to Dustin Hoffman between some Tootsie and Rain Man. Okay, he's still relevant. Which of uh, Michael's movies, Michael Douglas, were out in the eighties? What? Um, Gosh, what was the uh, Romance in the Stone? Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites when I was a kid. I liked that one. It had that deep-voiced woman. What was her? Kathleen Turner? Was she deep-voiced? She voice? sounded like a man to me. I didn't notice that when I'm I was a Kathleen kid. Kathleen Turner. I got I'm some... Kathleen uh, Turner and I'm sexy. Robert Duvall. Oh, man. So, Robert Duvall, speaking of the 70s. Oh, he was 70s, too, huh? He was in The Godfather. He was in Apocalypse Now, okay. and oh man, he's awesome. We love him. Uh, I got Tom Cruise. Tom, I, you know, at some point you got to mention Tom. I'm not going to say he is or is not well, the greatest actor. Well, I mean, when you're talking about the 80s, though, you almost can't talk about the 80s without talking about Top Gun. And Risky Business. And Risky Business. So that does bring him in there, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I got Patrick Swayze. Oh. Man could dance. Yeah. Oh, man. Dirty dancing. How about some... You know, I'm more on the movies than the actors in some of these things. There are actors that I have a certain fondness for. A lot of the 70s guys I mentioned, Al Pacino. You know, Dustin Hoffman, the older I've gotten and the more I've heard him personally, it's like he's kind of a whiny baby. I don't care much for him personally. But... Um, right. Let's yeah. let's hit some of those famous movies though, real quick, man. What oh, about some man. ET, dude? No, some I, Ferris you know, that, Bueller's that Day Off. That was my decades. I got in the movies. I about Goonies was one of my favorites. Oh, the Goonies was awesome. Ghostbusters, dude. Was Josh Brolin in the Goonies? Was he the older brother? Yeah, he was in it. He sure was. Because there's somebody that's going to make a really big play for honestly one of the better actors of the last 10 to 20 years oh yeah i think so josh brolin man you're talking about like no country for old men so 80s and 90s probably was mine but i mean you know you got to mention if you mention in uh, ghostbusters you got right there with bill murray um robin williams man a lot of robin good movies in the 80s. Yes. you got uh, mrs doubtfire was hook in the 90s or 80s i can't remember i don't recall to be honest with you um what about the uh good morning vietnam Oh, gosh. That's a good question. I love that movie. Let's look, Keith. With the fabulous invention that is the internet, we can do a podcast and look stuff up at the same time. Yes, it was, Keith. In, uh, 1987. A Bruce Willis, man. You got the Die Hard movie. That was Die 80s. Hard, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's good stuff. But I'm still, when we're throwing these movies out, I'm thinking good, entertaining, popcorn flick, enjoy the movie yeah but i'm not thinking like the depth of hardcore serious groundbreaking cinema of the 70s when i hear this well that's because it's that, when you was born that yeah. doesn't mean that it's bad or good See, i think the same thing pretty much about the 80s you know 
Well, <laughs> think what you will, my friend. Well, well, all right. Well, let's keep going. So let's go ahead and go into the nineties because we're at twenty five minutes already. So nineties. Oh gosh. Oh, let, okay. Speaking of, as we segue into got three the 90s, decades and five minutes. Yeah, we're not going to get there. We'll get it. Come on. No, we're not going to do it. All right. Speaking of, all right. Let me say this. Brad Speaking Pitt, Denzel Washington, and Chris Pratt. <laughs> None. Told you we get there. So let's start. Let's segue <laughs> to the nineties. All right. Brad Pitt. Raising Arizona. Oh, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. Cage. I do have him, as but more importantly. Mission. He has done some great. Nicholas Cage is one of those guys that's crazy. He has done some very critically acclaimed films like *Raising Arizona* and *Leaving Las Vegas*. Yeah, and then he's done some just absolute B-grade duds. But more importantly for me, since I have segued from movies to whatever, I'm thinking of the Coen Brothers, man. Oh, okay. So the Coen Brothers, *Raising Arizona*. Then when we, once we hit the '90s, *Miller's Crossing*, *Barton Fink*, *Fargo*, *The Big Lebowski*. Yeah, this is some pretty good titles. No Country for Old Men. That's two thousand. Oh, that gets us up into the, yeah. That gets us up into modern times. Though. Oh, they got a bunch of them moving up. To oh, modern these times. guys are amazing. All right, so like my nineties pick, people are probably not gonna like it. There's a lot of people who don't like Brad Pitt for some reason, but put away all his personal <laughs> issues, all his girl trouble, and all that, all the outside stuff, and just look at him as an actor. And I'm telling you, that guy's a brilliant actor. 12 Monkeys proved it. Watch 12 Monkeys and tell me he's not a brilliant actor. Speaking of 12 Monkeys, that or, was uh, done by Terry Gilliam. Was it? Yeah, he was Bruce uh, Willis Monty was Python. Too. Well, what about uh, Seven? What's in the box? Uh, What's in the box? I Come like on, Seven because you know what? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, yeah. He's one of those that I would have to give an honorable mention to. He's done so many amazing movies. Mm-hmm. I had him in a lot of honorable mentions. Um, 2000s, I had Denzel Washington. It's my favorite. So let's hit the If we're not hitting all the actors, dude, one, okay. Here's got, somebody we, who we really got, came to age. Name you know who my, names here, All right, man. so I'm going to name off some names in the 90s. Okay, 90s, okay. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I got if him. If nothing down. else, for Forrest Gump, he wins. Yeah, I got him down too. Goodfellas was 1990, dude. Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. What about Mel Gibson, Pulp man? Pulp Fiction. Braveheart, Mel Gibson. And he's another one that you need what to give. What year was that? Was that? That was 90s, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Or that's okay. what we're in, ain't it? Nineties. Yeah. Okay. Um, think about this though. He's another one you got to give some uh, credit to just across the board. He's directed and uh, acted in so many good movies: The Patriot, um, Braveheart. Um, man, there was that one movie that was real good. I can't remember the name of it. I love that movie though. It's about the uh, the ancient tribe. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Apocalyptic. Apocalypse. Something like that. I love something. that movie, though. It was really good. He's just a really good director. And Speaking actor. of and, Brad Pitt. Uh, Passion man. of the Christ was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, Fight Club, 1999. Yeah, I know. I had that Crazy stuff. Dude, how about, okay, if nothing else, Anthony Hopkins. Did You you mentioned him for the 80s or 90s? I mentioned him for the 80s, I think. Well, let's, we're going to move forward to the 90s, man. Silence of the Lambs. Okay, well, I was thinking that was in the 80s. What year was no, that? it was 91. Okay, it was, I got you. But that was an amazing movie, Keith. All right. I also got down Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Tommy Lee. Yeah. I, Some good movies in the 90s. Man. And and it's okay at this point if we're just jumping around. Yeah, it's okay. Tommy Lee Jones, Josh Brolin, and the Coen brothers. Three people together. No uh, country for old men. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. isn't. Have you watched that movie? Um, I think I have. It's been a long Dude, time though. You need to yeah. watch it again. Mm-hmm. Javier Bardem is the uh, Anton Sugar. 
All right. So, oh, the usual suspects, dude. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a really good. Schindler's movie. List, man. Fargo. Holy cow. You said that's Coen Brothers. Yeah, okay. but I'm trying to think of the actors. Um, William Macy, is it? Oh, we're going over tonight. Keith, we're going over. Okay. I know, so we still got... We got I, to. I, I got to mention 2000s and All right, let's keep going. Boogie Nights. All right, dude. 2000s. Blair Witch Project. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I mentioned Mrs. LA Doubtfire. Confidential. Russell Crowe. Kevin Spacey. Golly, man. What a bunch of good stuff. All right, so 2000s, Keith. Well, I mean, right. we can't, we're trying. We're I told trying. you I got Denzel as my favorite, but some honorable mentions. Daniel Day-Lewis. He had that Gangs of New York. Man, he did an excellent oh, job man. in that. As a matter of fact, speaking of Daniel Day-Lewis... On a lot of lists of the greatest movies of the 2000s up mm-hmm. till now, his movie's number one. Oh, there really? will be blood. I saw that. I didn't like it. Yeah. Did you like it? It was okay. I appreciate it. Was his it just acting. like critically acclaimed? Yeah, very much so. See, the critics, I appreciate it. A lot of times, them critics pick stupid movies. Up. Oh, man, that's great stuff, dude. All right. Um, I like it. I got Hugh Jackman. I mean, he come into the scene with some Wolverine and stuff like that in the 2000s. Well, let's do this. As much as, kind of like your Brad Pitt pick, I don't even kind of want to like this guy, but there's no way in the 2000s that you can leave out Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, no way. Like, as much as I don't want to be a huge fan of his. His Titanic was 97, and that really jump-started right, his that career. That jump-started it. But let's kick, catch me if you can. Oh, which, man. by the way, we did a podcast. The Revenant? That was an amazing movie. Now, that kicks us on up a little closer yeah, that's, than that. Yeah, that was not. Yeah. But in that first decade, jumping around, man? dude, The Departed. Oh, I know. That was really good. Oh, that was awesome, man. That's a Scorsese film, man. It is. The, the Aviator was awesome. A- oh, I love The Aviator. Did I say his name right? Were you about to correct me? What? Scorsese. No, you did it, man. You All right. Scorsese, speaking of directors, <laughs> we could go off so many uh, like. I know, so this many is a very broad now. topic, yeah. And so we're doing the best we can, man. Gangs of New Speaking of, Daniel Day-Lewis, DiCaprio was in Gangs of New York. It sure too. was, yeah. Well, let me throw some names out there, because I right, just hate not to mention them. Right? I hate it. Matthew man. McConaughey. God, we're having to go through this too fast. Heath Ledger, Pierce Brosman, Matt Damon, George Clooney, yeah. Russell Crowe. Man. When did the Gladiator? What about come out? Johnny Depp, man? How can you not mention him? Liam Neeson, Ryan Gosling, Will Smith. A lot of good stuff, huh? Gladiator came out in two thousand. A lot of people don't like Will Smith. I think he's a good actor, man. He is a good actor. I like Will Smith. Man, give I don't him have credit against him. Yeah, I like him. All right. Um, and then up closer to this decade, I have just like the defining actor for me. Okay, who is it? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Okay. I like him on and off the screen, and I just love his movies. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's big deal. Dwayne Johnson. Man, you got to mention him. Dylan, I'm surprised that Dylan didn't say The Rock. I, it's his oh favorite. My, I know. He, my kids If he would have really too. thought, he would have probably liked The Rock. And you know what? Interestingly enough, who was it? It was either um, Cisco or Ebert won mm-hmm. when they were still living. They were shocked when Dwayne Johnson first started acting. As I recall, they were on the Johnny Carson show. And they were reviewing a movie on there, and they were like, legitimately shocked, and gave him props. Like this guy is like an action superstar. He's like, yeah. I know this guy's an actor, which kind of we all take as a joke, but like this guy knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, he's got a certain fan appeal, man. He's a very appealing character, you know, not just because he's handsome and muscular yeah. or whatever, but he's just fun. It, for the most part, he's a fun, upbeat type of guy. Well, you know, you always had those growing up, like a Schwarzenegger type or a right. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. 
all those types. You had those action stars growing up, and he kind of replaces that for me as they're getting older. You know what I mean? And speaking of getting older, though, Keith, as much as I am not, for no particular reason, but I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan. Yeah. But I like his movies, and even the most recent um, Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible stuff on who critics who probably don't even like him personally just can't deny that the guy does great for what he's doing. Yeah, and movies. he's the uh, mid to late 50s and does his own it's stunts. Crazy. Still. They're like trying to get him to quit doing his stunts, but he won't. He wants to do his own stunts. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, That's awesome. All right, some other names I'll throw out there. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, um, definitely. He's come on and come into his own, hadn't he? Starting with mm-hmm. the, what's the one movie where he was the big uh, sexy dude? Uh, he was a star of adult films. Oh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah. yeah. That's what kind of brought him out from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, but I really like that Long Survivor that he did. Man, that was a good movie. Right. Four Brothers was really good. Um, I got uh, Robert Downey Jr., which you could mention him other decades too, but he's really come into with the Avengers and stuff like that, man. Yeah, he kind of came out of his decades-induced stupid yeah, drugs. Yeah, I know. He was gone of- for a little while. Kind of made good. I'm, I'm glad to see anybody, anytime anybody can find redemption, man. Hey, wow. I got somebody for you right. who this last decade or two has made a huge name for it. And when I say decade or two, it being 2018, I'm talking about the last 10 or 11 years. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I got him. He too. started out with a, a very critically mm-hmm. acclaimed Academy Award nominated film, The Hurt Locker. Yes. And I went like on to Locker. be in everything from um, the Avengers stuff to, uh, man, I watched a movie. I was out sick from work a couple days ago, and there was an amazing movie, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, called Kill the Messenger. Oh, okay. And he played this uh, San Jose Sentinel newspaper reporter who blew the whistle on the CIA being complicit in selling and uh, trafficking drugs from Colombia to support the um, Contras. Oh, wow. During the 80s. I'd like to see that. Man, it was good, dude. It was yeah. really good. I liked uh, You know, his uh, Born Identity, when he played that, you know, I love that Matt Damon in the Born Identity. Oh, yeah, but, he but did great. The man. one he did in Born Identity was one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I like Jeremy Renner a lot. He's a favorite um, of the last 10 or 12 years. I also have Chris Pine. Um, yeah, he's done good. He kind of brought yeah. the Star Trek stuff back. He did, I, I yeah. like that. I like him. And Billy Bob Thornton. Oh my gosh, Billy! You could have mentioned him another decade. I really like Goliath, and he's brought that. So, what year did Sling Blade come out? Do you remember? Uh, I think that's nineties, probably. I think nineties is right on that. I think about ninety four. And I saved uh, no ninety six. Sling Blade was ninety six. I saved one of my favorites for last too. This is one of my favorite actors of all time. All right, we got to wrap it up here, man. So. You ready? Give your all-time, and after you give your Well, it's all- one of my, I don't know if it's my all-time. It's definitely one of my all-time favorites. He may be my all-time favorite. I love this guy. Woody Harrelson. Can I tie in? Tie in. Cohen Brothers, Josh Brolin. Um, what's the other guy, the old dude who was the sheriff in there that you liked? Well, anyway... No Country for Old Men. Woody Harrelson's yeah. in that too, dude. Is Woody Harrelson's been in some great movies. Man, he man. is an, he is a, such a good actor. He's an excellent. Oh, now actor. I'm gonna have to look, Keith. Keep talking about Woody. Yeah. Woody's well, I mean, like, good. did you see him in the uh, the Planet of the Apes, the latest one? He played a bad guy. Oh, oh my gosh, he did so good in that. Did he? That's yeah, that cool. really highlighted how good of an actor he really is. But he plays in a lot of different movies, and I just he's probably one of my favorite. True Detective, actors, Natural Born Killers. Yes. Zombieland. 
I loved him in Zombieland. I, I do too. That's a funny movie. Um, oh gosh, I know we're missing some. What? Oh my! What's the one? The same directors that did "There's Something About Mary." <coughs> Kingpin. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> you have a monkey. <laughs> that was so terrible, but so good. All right, and mine last, Keith. Last but not least. All right. Here's a guy who this is like my all-time lifetime achievement award actor, though not my favorite. You just got to get him in here in any way possible. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Dude, starting with the 60s, right? We already mentioned some of the movies that he's done from the 60s. All the spaghetti western stuff. I wonder what his net worth is. Oh my gosh, who knows, man. Look it up. But just let's let's, leave, let's give that little tidbit to the listeners before we Well, end. first though, hold on. Yeah, let's give man, them the films first. And then, th- this million dollar baby is listed on one of the top 25 movies probably of the last 20 years. And he was worth a Unfor- million dollars when he was a baby. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unforgiven, Gran Torino, Bridges of Madison County. Oh man. American Sniper. These this is All mostly the dirty this, Space Cowboys. This is mostly just stuff he's directed. I know. Oh my gosh, man. Going I really liked that Gran Torino. That was so good. Sudden Impact. Any which way you can. Escape from Alcatraz, every which way but loose. The outlaw Josie Wells. Mm-hmm. Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, High Plains Drifter. I know a lot of people see him still as that cowboy, you know, the western. But like he is transformed into so much more than that, you know. Oh my gosh! Just even as a director, right. he's directed some just incredible films. Man, forty credits: Sully, American Sniper, Invictus, Gran Torino, Letters from Iwo Jima, Flags of Our Fathers, Mystic River, Bloodwork, Space Cowboys, Absolute Power. This guy is Heartbreak Ridge. Guy's amazing, man. I love him. So even though not my favorite actor, just as far as a film guru and has the most impact maybe on American cinema of the last 40, 50 years, Lifetime Achievement Award winner. With a net worth of $375 million. All right. All right. Not too shabby. Well, I hope he does some good with it. I hope he does too. He's really old though, so he better get, get to work. Sharp is a freaking tack, though, dude. I think that's how he stays with it. So he's still doing movies. That cat still wants to do stuff. I know he's like 90 years old, ain't he, right at it? And he just oh, did a gotta movie. Be. Yeah. Gotta be. All right, man. So all right, Keith. Woody Harrelson, give it up. My favorite actor of all time. Really? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of one better, so you might as well say he's my favorite. Brad Pitt's right below him. I know that's an unpopular choice. I no, don't care. I man, think he's that's okay. You be you, Keith. That's right. Woody Harrelson. Now, as the as we're like taking the people out, I'm pulling up Woody Harrelson. Won't you tell them how they can reach us, like where they can reach us, and I'll quietly in the background read like Woody Harrelson stuff. Okay, uh, you can reach us at doyouflumadiddle.com, and that is uh, you can email us at doyouflumadiddle at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and share this episode, and we'll give you a shout out. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Flumadiddle.